everyone. I'm Allison Frederick, Senior Social Media Manager at McGraw-Hill Higher Education, and I want to welcome you to our Your Hired podcast series. In 2018, we conducted a future workforce survey of 1,000 students, and only 41% felt prepared for their careers. Many said that more internships, career prep, networking, career prep tools, and more access to career centers would have helped them feel more prepared. So, to help bridge this gap, we're proud to sponsor and share our student-centric on-demand podcast series called You're Hired, drawing on experts from around the academic and business community. The series offers practical, real-world preparation and advice on how to succeed in college and ways in which students can get a jump start on their careers. And today, I'm super excited to be talking with Naomi Fink from LinkedIn. Hi, Naomi. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So we've actually we've done a podcast about LinkedIn yet already, but I'm really oh, cool. excited to dive a little bit deeper um, from your perspective. Um, so maybe yeah. you can tell us a little bit about your role um, with LinkedIn. Sure. I am an account executive um, in LinkedIn Marketing Solutions. So we uh, are the arm of LinkedIn that kind of fills the newsfeed with content. Um, you know, we're a great network of of 645 million members. Um, and essentially, you know, there's, we've been working on providing content for uh, everybody who comes to our site. And so I work with, uh, I work with people in the higher education space who are looking to market to people who are looking to become a student. Um, and that's what I do at LinkedIn. Awesome. I, you know, I, I joke because I think like people just use the platform and don't realize that there's actually people that work like at the company, <laughs> <laughs> like real right. people. Um, so it's nice to put a like a face to to the company. Um, so so you were a college student at one point, right? And you started oh, out yes, in your that career. Was. Can you yeah? Can you tell us a little bit about <laughs> um, your just your journey in general, like the types of internships that you had, maybe some of what your entry jobs looked like before you landed at LinkedIn. Sure. Yeah. So um, I, geez, um, I was lucky enough to go to college in New York City, so that gave me a little bit of a leg up on the internship experience uh, because I was able to have really um, stellar internship opportunities during the fall and spring semesters, um, other than just the summer. So generally um, speaking, every semester. Um, you know, without a few here or there, I had an internship in addition to a work-study job on campus. Um, my first internship uh, was thanks to my mother. She used some of her connections to get me an internship at Paramount Studios in Los Angeles, uh, which is where I'm from. Um, unfortunately for me, that internship was in accounting. It wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to do something a little bit more creative and fun, like marketing. Um, but having gotten the doors there really opened uh, up the opportunities for me to go to other places. So from there, I went straight to an internship at MTV. Um, also from there, went to an internship uh, with a book publisher and was able to kind of get my feet wet uh, with a, a few different publishers, types of publishing, everything from magazine to uh, books and get a sense of what it was I wanted to do once I graduated. That's so interesting. You know, I think about like, I only had one internship and it was with a new station, but it was really, it was really fun. And, you know, I, I joke because I just, I spent a year there and um, it, it goes so fast, but you end up learning it so does. much. And then you sort of like, you have it on your resume and then it's, this, it's like a, 
like amazing talking point, right? People go, oh, that's so cool. Like you were at MTV, that's awesome. Like, um, so no, I, I get it. And internships are just so important, right? And, you know, getting Absolutely. in the door and just, just making connections. And even if you don't end up working at the place that you interned at, that's, that's not a big deal, right? I mean, it just, it just helps you facilitate the next conversation yeah. after that. So I yeah. did not work at any of the companies I ended up interning at, um, but uh, <laughs> did interview at a few for, you know, full-time work uh, when I got a little bit, you know, further along in my career. But yeah, um, it was just important to have, you know, something on my resume that demonstrated that I was a hard worker, that, you know, I was, I think it helped me that I had a variety of experiences. I think it helped me that I was willing to do the work that was uh, not very glamorous. Um, you know, when I was at Paramount, one of the tasks I had was transferring files from an 8 by 11 folder to an 11 by 17 folder, um, which, as you can imagine, was not, uh, you know, kind of brain stimulating work. Um, yeah. But be willing to do that, being able to, you know, make contacts there, um, they were able to provide a recommendation for me to get an internship at MTV. And then, you know, from there, everything, then I had MTV on my resume and that just looked really good for me. Yeah. Oh, I love that story. Like grunt work, right? Like it sounds Absolutely. like a summer that I spent like updating an Excel spreadsheet. It was like 30,000 <laughs> yes. lines of code or something. And <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. But you do what you do, right? You do what you can. Absolutely. Um, but it all pays off in the end. Um, it does. So, so with that said, any advice for students currently in college or really just starting out? I mean, what should they be out look, on the lookout for? You know, I think it's just um, really important to remember that your first, you know, foray into working, whether it's an internship or a first paid job, it's not probably going to be your dream job. Um, it's important to understand, and, and I used to hate it when people said you have to pay your dues, but you're not going to start in a job straight out of college and have all the skills necessary to do, um, you know, ultimately the cool dream job that you want to do. So it is important to make sure you're finding ways to get through the door. It's important to make sure that you're doing a good job in the role you have because that will reflect upon you for other opportunities that may arise um, if people are connected to people, let's say, in the department you're looking to be in. Um, it's just important to work hard and to not be, um, I don't know if upset is the right word, but not be disappointed if it's not what you imagined it would be. Um, I certainly didn't imagine, you know, file folders would be the theme of the summer, but again, it was so important um, that I was willing to do that uh, to be able to get to the next phase. Yeah, I agree. And, and really just having a positive attitude, you know, coming in, being willing to, um, you know, work hard and, you know, get it done and have this can-do type attitude, I think really speaks volumes. Uh, not, just, not just like as an internship, right? Like not just coming Absolutely. in, but like throughout your career. Like I've just, I've, that's probably one skill or one trait that I've always tried to maintain is that you just, no Absolutely. matter how difficult it gets, right, you just, you just have that can-do attitude and you get it done. Um, Absolutely. And the skills yeah. you're going to learn there are, you know, maybe not applicable directly, but they can be adjacent to other skills you will learn. Um, so when I was doing this internship at Paramount Studios with the uh, aforementioned file folders, uh, one of the things I discovered while I was there that I was working with a temp who was purposely mislabeling file folders because she wanted to extend her time uh, with the temp work. Um, and I really struggled with, do I say something about this because I don't want to, I don't want to get her fired, but at the same time, 
it I, it turned out they thought I didn't know how to label, and um, oh, no. that that was affecting their perception of me and my ability to work hard. Um, mm-hmm. And when I was at MTV, uh, one of the things I was tasked with was like obtaining uh, the names of managers of different artists that this division I was working with wanted to interview. Um, they didn't provide me with instructions on how to do it, but I kind of was like, oh well, maybe I can find you know, this information, like a venue they performed at, call the venue, and maybe the venue will tell me. Um, and kind of got really good at cold calling and, you know, trying to be resourceful to get the information I need, and it worked. Um, and I remember, you know, my last day saying bye to everyone, and they would be like, they were like, wait, how, how did you get that information? Because we actually don't know. Like, we never told you how to get it, but somehow you, you ended up providing it. Um, and then also, um, you know, as a current student, think about the other activities that you're doing, um, whether it be a sports team, you know, maybe you're singing a cappella on campus. These are all things that also, you know, give you skills, whether it be time management or people management. Um, that is something that I think I discounted on my resume. I was a, a captain of a sports team in college, and um, it took me a while to realize that there were transferable skills that I should have been highlighting when I was applying to other jobs. So definitely think about that. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, very cool. Um, I just want to pivot really quickly because um, I know that you work at LinkedIn and mm-hmm. LinkedIn is what the number one platform for job searching now. I think have you guys hit the number one yeah. spot yet. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are. I think- we are the- the best um, global network uh, for job seekers and job listings. Yeah. 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 And, you know, as somebody who works there, um, you have a lot of insights um, Mm -hmm. as to what hiring managers and companies are looking for and potential candidates. Can you share any of those insights with us? Sure. Um, Well, a few things I should probably share about LinkedIn. So we, as I mentioned, have over 645 million members in over 200 countries and territories. Um, and on our site, we have over uh, 20 million open jobs listed, listed on LinkedIn currently. Um, and there are over 100 million job posting each month. Um, and we see that over 35 million active job seekers um, are visiting LinkedIn jobs every week. So there's a lot of activity around job seeking on LinkedIn. Um, it's kind of like the uh, you know, biggest, uh, since LinkedIn started as a, as a job, a jobs platform, it's where we see the most activity and it's kind of our, our largest product here. Um, so things I think that people should keep in mind when uh, thinking about their LinkedIn profile and how to stand out of the crowd. So make sure you add a photo. Members with a photo will get up to nine times more connection requests, 20, time, 20 times more profile views, and 36 times more messages. Um, make sure you add your industry, or in this case, desired industry. Members with industry information get nine times more profile views and 300,000 people searched by industry every week on LinkedIn. Making sure you have a compelling summary. So this should be your elevator pitch and focus on your accomplishments as well as your aspirations. Detail what past work experience you have. This will also help you with connection requests and profile views. Um, A lot of people don't realize that they can add media to their profiles, so that can be either in your summary or under work experience. It can be photos, presentations, or hyperlinks. So definitely use this feature to help recruiters and connections get a sense of what it is you have to offer. Make sure you add your volunteer experience. That will actually get you six times more profile views um, than those without. Add skills. This will, you know, be great at 
helping us understand what you're great at. So make sure you add skills. Tell us what you're great at. Members who add five plus skills will receive up to 17 times more profile views. And finally, request a recommendation from past managers, supervisors, or colleagues to help build your credibility and validate your skills. Yeah, so I have to admit, that's a lot, right? Like, I probably should yeah. go do, like, a complete audit of my own <laughs> profile. <laughs> I'm probably a little ashamed that maybe it's not up to par. Because um, you sort of like a resume, right? Like, you set it up, and then you get your job, and then you kind of just never go back to it, right? You just, you're right. like, cool, I got it, made my job. And then you don't really think about it until maybe you're job, job seeking again, right? Um, right. And times change. So that's, that's actually really interesting. Um, so how are you seeing communities come into this? Like, are you seeing communities just explode? Uh, in terms of groups and, and yeah, like, mm -hmm. yeah, so we do have groups on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I would say um, what is actually really exploding on LinkedIn is the use of hashtags. So that is something we recently introduced, um, the ability to post and add a hashtag and also follow a specific hashtag. So we're actually seeing some communities start to populate around that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so I noticed that too, and, you know, I, as a social media manager, I'm very close with, with hashtag uses and, you know, how it, you know, Facebook is not a platform that lends itself to using a hashtag, but, you know, it's like a Twitter mm -hmm. and Instagram and then now LinkedIn. And I just, I've noticed that, right? Like, I've noticed just the, just the level, just the increase of engagement just by using mm -hmm. a hashtag or two. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And I love Absolutely. how the platform, like, um, sorts you content based on the hashtags that you are interested in following. So I, I, I love that feature. Um, and it's not it's just cool. for like, yeah, not just for amplifying, you know, for me, from a business perspective, amplifying my own content, it's, you know, me as a consumer or, you know, as a job seeker, I could follow a hashtag that, you know, I'm interested in that particular industry or that particular topic. So you can really go both ways. So absolutely, um, super jazzed. Um, yeah. So, any any insights you can share about anything upcoming on the platform that you'd recommend taking advantage of? Um, any new useful features that we don't know about, or maybe we should be on the lookout for for job well, seekers? It's hard, yeah, it's hard for me to share, um, you know, publicly what's happening, but there are definitely some things I could recommend. Um, just some best practices overall. Um, so, one thing when you're thinking about your job hunt. Um, you know, and you're not sure what to put on your profile or even your resume, I would highly recommend looking at the profiles of people who have your dream job and see what steps they took to get there. So that will kind of put you in the mindset of like, okay, these are the, this is the path that this person took and are, you know, am I on a similar path or how can I get on a path that is similar to this? Um, you know, using those hashtags or different groups to um, spark conversation with members around how you can, you know, achieve your goals in your career. Um, in terms of tips and tricks, there is actually a really cool tool that a lot of people don't real, realize exists, and it's called Alumni Tools feature. Um, it's on the school page, and if you go to the left, there's, you know, a, a menu of options, and it says Alumni Tools. Um, and when you go there, and, and similar on a company page, you can see employees at a company. Um, if you go there, we'll actually start to filter um, organically the people that you have a closest connection to, whether or not you share a common connection. Um, you know, obviously the alumni tool is going to show you um, people who went to your school, but you can actually search through that for keywords. Um, if you're on a company page, search for your school. Um, if you're on a, 
a school page, maybe search for your dream company. Um, and that will give you, you know, something um, to use as a leg up and starting a conversation with someone you might want to network with. Um, a lot of people don't realize that tool exists and it's one of the most powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I have to admit, I have not checked that out. I'm going to have to check it out um, <laughs> see what's out there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so I just wanted to ask a quick question about companies, right, and industries mm -hmm. um, that, are, sure. that are actively recruiting. So are you seeing any particular type of industries that are um, showing more activity than, than the next in terms of hiring? Let me see. Um, so I, so we have something called the economic graph. You can check it out at economicgraph.linkedin.com. And there is actually a monthly workforce report that shares hiring skills and migration trends in the U.S. Um, amongst the labor market. market. Um, we actually find that skills gaps are actually quite local. So we do publish them for several key markets. Um, and you know, what overall we hear is that people are lacking some of the soft skills when they join the work phase, the workforce, excuse me. So um, in our October 2019 report for New York City, we saw the following as having the largest skills gaps, oral communication, digital literacy, leadership, time management, and business management. Um, so, you know, in addition to the alumni tool feature, definitely check out the workforce report to get a sense of what are some of the skills you might need to land a, a job in your kind of key markets. And then, you know, kind of behind that question, what, you know, what type of companies or industries do you see growing or actively recruiting new hires? Yeah, so in October 2019, um, in the report, we highlighted uh, some industries at the top year-over-year -year growth, and we saw that they were design media and communications, corporate services, legal, and the arts, actually. Oh, nice. So those art majors. <laughs> yeah. I, was a, I, was a, I don't know. I had a lot of majors. Like, they changed a lot. <laughs> and I think, like, once I got through my internship and then I kind of started realizing what I wanted to do, then it got, you know, it got more clear. And right. I landed in marketing. So sort of in the same, go. Vein, same vein. So there you go. Um, yeah. I, no, this has I been... Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say I had a few different things in mind, and every time I would bring it up to my mom, she'd be like, no. Um, so, but ultimately, you have to do what makes you happy, and it's just about finding ways to turn your passion into a paying job. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I have time for maybe one more question. And, you know, one of the biggest questions we often get from students is around the idea of networking. So, understandably, mm -hmm. professional networking can be difficult, it can be awkward for people who are still in college. Do you have any advice for, for people or, or students really just starting out on how they should build their professional network? Absolutely. Um, the first and the hardest thing to, you know, take advice on is just not being shy. So find a way to reach out, connect, use the alumni tools or the company page information um, to find commonality with the person you're reaching out to. Be authentic and be reasonable in your ask of people. So. Um, you know, make sure you're not reaching out and, you know, giving a lot of information and asking for a lot in return, making sure that you're trying to really build an authentic connection um, to begin with. Um, and if you, you know, don't know them, if you don't have something that you can connect with them, um, you know, based on their profile information or the company they work for, um, tell them why it is you want to connect with them. Tell them a little bit about what it is, you know, that made you want to reach out to them. And don't limit yourself to connecting to people um, from your work experience, just on LinkedIn in general. Make sure you're connecting with friends, your friends' parents, your teammates, 
think broadly about the people you know um, versus just your professional contacts. So this will help broaden your network and show, you know, additional kind of second degree, um, you know, connections that you could potentially leverage uh, in your job hunt. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And, you know, last, is, is there just one critical thing you'd recommend each person could do to help them improve their job search? And, and if so, what would that be? Uh, this is also a hard one, um, but patience. Um, I don't personally possess it, so it's so difficult. Um, <laughs> you know, while I personally wish everything could and would operate on my own personal timeline, I've really learned the hard way that it often doesn't. Um, so if you are in a situation where you've sent through a resume or an application and you haven't heard anything, um, I like to think that no news is good news. There are definitely times in the past where I applied to the position and it took six months before I heard from a recruiter at that company. Um, and my mm -hmm. self-esteem definitely took a hit during that period of time, but in the end it all turned out, you know, that it wasn't about me, um, but the timing of when, what they were looking for and when they were actually ready to move forward. Um, you know, one kind of interesting thing about LinkedIn, um, I actually had first talked to a recruiter um, in year one of a role that I was in for four years. So it was four years of conversation, um, you know, casually here and there and attending an event here and there before I actually got the, the role I wanted here. Wow. Wow. That is patience. <laughs> four <Yes>. years. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I had a similar experience. So when I, um, so during the recession um, years ago, um, I'm dating me now, um, I had graduated with my MBA and I'm thinking, oh gosh, you know, I've got my MBA, like I'm so hireable right now, right? And mm -hmm. I was living in South Florida, which really took a big brunt in the, in the middle of that recession. And I was applying for jobs probably five or six times a day, like just randomly wow. at that point. Right. And I was not hearing anything and I wasn't getting any interviews. And I just remember going, I just want an interview. Like, just give me an interview. Right. Like, I feel like here, I don't care what I end up doing, you know, I just right. like throw me a bone, you know, and I, it just took a, probably a good year before I land actually applied randomly at Apple. I'm like, oh, I'm never okay. going to get this job, you know? So right. but it, it turned out I got an interview and I got the job and I ended up working for Apple for a year and a half. So it, awesome. but there was patience, but yeah, like I was yes. like, what is going on? What is wrong with me? And like you start to really yeah. think about like, you know, look at your resume. I'm like, I, I would hire me, <laughs> you know? Right. So um, patience right. is where it's at. And, and I love what you said about don't take it personal. It may not be about you, right? It's really Absolutely. just the situation and the timing and the company and the needs of the company. Um, or maybe we're in a recession. You never know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And um, as I've gotten to be on the other side of that, I definitely see that, um, you know, I see, you know, friends reaching out about a position they've applied to, um, you know, here even, um, and they're like, why haven't I heard from the manager? And I'm like, oh, well, that manager is on vacation right now. So that's probably why, you know, um, mm -hmm. so, you know, don't discount what other people have going on, both personally and professionally, that might be slowing them down. Yep. Yep. And if you don't get the job, you know, be gracious, right? Follow up, yeah. say thank you. That, that speaks volumes. It goes a long way. Um, you know, and then just keep, keep trying, you know, just keep at it and Absolutely. don't settle. I, I always like, like to say, like, don't settle, like, just don't feel like, don't, don't dumb yourself down to feel like you have to settle for something, you know, like give yourself some credit. You are a good hire um, and keep looking, you know, so. Absolutely. Perfect. Absolutely. Um, well, I think we're about time. Um, Naomi, I just want to thank you so much for, for taking time out of your busy day and your schedule to come talk to us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. Audience, 
thank you for listening in. Um, be sure to go to the iTunes store, give us a good rating, hopefully, if you liked our podcast today, um, and be on the lookout for more um, episodes in our Your Hired series. So thanks again, Naomi, and thanks for everybody for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure.